This is Camus. And this is Kylie. Welcome to God is Real, God is Good, a podcast where we collect stories about God working in people's lives through big miraculous ways all the way down to small everyday things. Hey guys, welcome to our Thanksgiving episode. For this week, we interviewed several different people just to tell us a little bit about what they're thankful for. Some of them are people who have been on the podcast in the past, and some of them um, are friends, and some of them go to our church. So I hope you enjoy hearing what we're all thankful for this year. All right, Mom, tell us what you are thankful for. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my husband and for my children, for my extended family and my church family. But that's just kind of going without saying. I think we're all really thankful for those kind of things. But in my own personal life, I am really thankful for seeing God in the storm. I had an issue or a storm that happened a few weeks ago. and The kids had used the van to go down to Southern California to Wilderness Wanderings. Which was super fun. And um, I took them down there and back and then they told me, you know, the van's kind of driving funny. And so I drove it around and I was like, yeah, there's something not quite right, but I can't really tell. I tried to take it to the mechanic because Sean was down in California and they said I can't get you in and I was leaving the next day so I was praying about it God should I go should I stay and I talked to Sean and he said I think it's just the strut I like I think if you could get the van down here I could fix it but maybe you should stay home so I wanted to go so I just felt like okay I'm gonna go and I drove all the way down there and when I was just about 30 miles from where my destination was I started hearing a really bad sound and I'm like oh no this is like the brakes the brakes are going out it's the brakes are rubbing I don't I'm not a mechanic but these are all the things that are going through my mind and I can't get a hold of Sean on the phone because he's still at work so I'm just praying. I pray for the whole 30 miles and it just, it's horrible. By the time I get into South Lake Tahoe, it is like that grinding sound where everybody's turning and going, what is that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is so embarrassing. I was like, more embarrassing than like worried that I'm going to make it okay. I'm just like, this is so embarrassing. My wheel's going to fall off and everybody's going to be like, you're so stupid. You kept driving, but I don't know what else to do. So I get there, praise God. And I, it, it turns out that one of the nuts or bolts in the brakes that had just been changed before the kids went on the vacation had came loose or backed out and the brake, the front brake was just like hanging there or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, so praise God. I was like, there's God. God took care of me. But my storm just kept rolling. Um, so we get there and I, I don't know anything about California bears. I know Idaho bears, when you see them, they run because there's people that hunt them all the time and we barely ever see bears because they are so afraid of humans. California bears are not afraid of humans. They sit around and drink Mountain Dew and laugh at humans. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, this is crazy. So um, they have all these locks on the dumpsters at the RV park where we're staying because we're staying in our travel trailer while he's working down in there and so I don't, Sean forgets to tell me that he did tell me to lock up your rigs and I decided because it was the people, but it's because the bears will get in your rig. And I had this great idea when I was going to spend two weeks with Sean in 
this travel trailer. What am I going to do? So I'm going to can apples. So I had a lot of apples and apples in the van. And I thought this is a great idea because I will just can. What else am I going to do all day long? And yeah, not a great idea because I left the apples in the van. And the bear was hungry. So one night I go to sleep. It's like the second night I'm there. And God gives me this impression to pray for my van. And I had been in a really bad mood. I don't even know why. I was just super grumpy. And I heard God's voice tell me, pray for your van. And I said, I am not praying for my van. I don't care. I don't even really know if I like my van today. And I do like the van. But it had like 230 or 40,000 miles on it. And it had... 240. Yeah. And, and it has some issues. So I was like, no, I'm not praying God. I don't want to. And I went to sleep. And when I woke up, I woke up like maybe five o'clock that morning and I felt really remorseful. I was like, I'm sorry, God, I have been in a really bad mood and there's no reason for it. So please help me, help me to be a better person. And I just prayed for about 15 or 20 minutes and I fell back asleep. And when I woke up that morning, I knew God was with me, and I just felt in a better mood, and things were great, until we went outside. Yogi Bear found the picnic basket in the van of the apples, and he had tried to get in the van, and so he crawled up the back part where the hatch is, and used the windshield wiper as a lever to get on top of the van, and broke the the windshield wiper then he got on the roof of the van and he was a big bear because he crushed in the top of the van not horribly bad but just like really gave it a really good dent and we think he either pulled and broke the very back window um, on the passenger side or when he sat on the van the pressure of it popped the window we're not sure and broke the back window. Well, that was great because now he could get into his picnic basket. So he gets in the van, eats a whole bunch of apples. Then he has to go potty, so he potties in the van and tears up the van. It it looks like a cyclone hit it. And I did not realize this, but bears stink something terrible, horrible. And the whole van just smelled like worse than a wet, dirty dog. And I kind of think it's funny and I think maybe because God had given me peace about it I don't know but Sean did not think it was funny but I'm taking pictures and calling everybody I know telling them that Yogi got into my van in California but reality hits we we are like um this isn't really great you know how am I going to get home and so Sean duct tapes the window up and um fixed the brakes and he also, the strut was out too. And so he had fixed, was fixing that. Because the plan was, well, let's just fix the van enough that we can just get it home. And then we'll worry about what we're going to do from there. Yeah. And when he was fixing the van, the strut, is, this is another storm. So he's fixing it and he's got the jack and it somehow falls off the jack because he's just using the little one that comes with the car. And it breaks and it like bends a, I don't know what the part is, but it bends something else in the steering. But we don't know it until it's all done. And he puts it all back together and we go to test drive it and it shimmies. It shimmies something terrible. Like you can't, it feels like you're vibrating, like sitting on top of the 
wash machine or something. And I'm like, I can't drive this back home. There's no way. I am. I drive it, and I'm like so freaked out that the, the wheel or something's gonna fall off. And so Sean's like, well, let me drive it because you're kind of just being a baby. So he drives it, and he's like, oh no, you're, you're never gonna make it home. And so I don't know what to do. I'm praying about it. And he, oh, and then during this, right, I kind of have to back up a little bit. I break my cell phone. And I cracked the screen, and now my cell phone's not working. So in the midst of the storm, my van is a piece of junk, and my cell phone breaks. And it's not so funny anymore because I'm kind of starting to wonder how am I going to get home. I could fly home, which could have happened, but it's so expensive that, you know, if you don't do it two weeks ahead of time, and I have to be home because I have a meeting that I have to be home by this certain time. And so it's just the flights are expensive and I'm like, well, I can ride a bus, but the route that you take is like, it takes you 30 hours to get home. And I'm like, I don't want to be on the bus in 30, for 30 hours. Oh, and I have my dog. And so my dog can't fly on the plane. And I don't really know if I want to take my dog on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're kind of, this is all going and I broke my cell phone. So the next day, Sean goes to work and I'm still canning. I have some apples, so I'm in the in there canning, and I have the oven on going. And I decide I need to run out to the van and get some more stuff that luckily the bear hasn't destroyed. And I run out, and I luckily have my shoes on, but I don't have a coat on it. And it is cold, but I'm just running out to the van and coming right back. <laughs> I lock myself out of the travel trailer. I have no cell phone, no coat. And I, my dog is in the travel trailer and the oven is on with the propane. And I'm like, it's 8.30 in the morning. Sean's not going to be home till 3.30. <laughs> I don't know what to do. So I walk over to the RV. They have like an office and it doesn't open till 10. And it's cold and I'm not going to stand outside till 10. And praise God, I start praying and I'm like, God, what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. This is oh so overwhelming. And praise God, I see this lady. She's coming out of her motorhome, and I ask her if I could use her phone. I tell her what happened, and they're super, super nice. They call the place, the locksmith, and the locksmith says, it's going to be $125, and at this point, it doesn't matter what it's going to cost. I have to get in the van, even though I don't want to pay that, and I'm super tight with money, so that's kind of an irritation. And... He said, well, I'll be there in 15 minutes. And I think, in 15 minutes, I'm going to be frozen. But whatever, God is in charge. And I start walking back to the camper. And I just get this overwhelming feeling. I'm just going to cry. I go, my God, this is too big. This is all too much. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I just want to start crying. And I think, you know, it's one of those moments where you just want to go in your bed and just cry for hours. And maybe you'll feel better. And I hear this voice. And he said, it's not too much. I wouldn't have given you this if it was too much. I can never give you more than you can handle. You can do this. And I've just had this feeling of remorse for like even thinking that. I was like, okay. And I'm still thinking I'm going to cry. But I'm like, okay, God, you, you say I can do this. I can do this. And not even five minutes later, the locksmith shows up. And a super nice young guy. And he gets me in there and gets me a spare key because... This has actually happened once before. <laughs> so now I have a hide-a-key on the travel trailer. And I was like, oh, praise God. He is so awesome. And 
I did end up getting home. Sean took me halfway and the kids met me. Thank God that they are all so willing to help. And the storm is still kind of raging when I get home, but God is with me. He gives me peace and I know that it's gonna, things are going to get better. Sean calls me a couple days later because we had finally decided that a couple of the doors didn't work on the van and like we started adding up all the things that were wrong with the van and we kind of knew, I mean you kind of know that that time is coming to get a new vehicle but you kind of drag it out as long as you can, at least I do. And, and so I wouldn't have probably given up the van and God's kind of telling me it's time to give it up. And so Sean calls the wrecking yard and they say yeah they'll come get it but they'll give us $175 for it. And Sean tells me this on the phone after I'd gotten home and I'm kind of grumpy and mopey and I'm like, <laughs> that's not very much to start for a new car, but I guess. And while I'm talking to him, I just feel God impresses me and says, no, we can get a little bit more. We need, I mean, I don't know, that's a lot of money to lose. So, and obviously we don't have full coverage on this van. It's, it was paid off and so we have no insurance on it. And so I asked Sean, what if we put it on Marketplace on Facebook? And he's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's try that. So I put it on there and we sold it for $800. Praise God. Mm-hmm. After Boo Boo and Yogi had had a great picnic basket. Oh, and I forgot to tell the most funniest story of it all. So that happened the first night. The second night, I am praying like crazy going, oh God, please, please don't let the bear get in my van. I don't know why, but because by this time it's pretty much totaled but I'm praying and praying and in the middle of the night we hear this big ruckus and I'm like what is that and Sean said he's in your van again I'm like no way so I jump up and I'm running through the travel trailer trying to find a flashlight and I grab the flashlight and I peek my head out of the door and I shine the light in my van because it's kind of right there and I see this gigantic bear butt moving around in my van and I'm like he's in there again so I'm shining the light and he turns around and you can see his light eyes glowing and you can see his big hair head and I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna do but I want him out of my van and I see the key fob that unlocks the doors and mine when you unlock it you know the lights flash and it makes this click click sound and it's pretty loud and so I just do start doing that over repeatedly and shining the light in the van and I see this giant bear bouncing off the walls from one wall to the other and the whole van is shaking he is so scared he's trying to get out of there and the whole van's just rocking back and forth and all of a sudden we hear this big like crash thud and Sean's pickup is parked right next to my van and he's like I think he just fell into my truck he dented it but he didn't. He was just such a big bear when he fell out of the van window. He just kind of had a big thud sound. But that part was pretty funny. But the second time he got in the van, he really trashed it again. He ate through the seats and everything. So it was time to get a new one. And kind of, I was really upset that night, that next morning. And that night I went back to bed and I was like, God, I really, really pray. Like, I pray to you to, to keep my van safe. And the first night, I know it's my fault because you told me to pray and I didn't. And so I'm kind of really just chewing God out amidst this all. And I hear this, when I finally calmed down and was just trying to go back to sleep, I kind of hear this thought in my head. And God is like, I told you to pray the first time. But the second time, the bear had found the honey pot, And he came back again. And he wouldn't have got in your van and came back again if you had prayed the first time but the the second time was the consequences of not listening and I think 
we sometimes blame God for all these things that go wrong and we forget that a lot of times the consequences and the things that happen to our lives are because we're rebellious and we directly disor- you know, disobey God or don't listen to him or don't listen to the Holy Spirit when he's speaking in that small voice or we haven't, haven't been listening to him for so long we don't hear him and then we turn around and we yell at God and tell him this is your fault when really all along God has been wooing us hoping that we'll just listen and that our life could be easier but instead of our rebellious spirit is like no no I'm not going to listen to you I'm not going to do it and so the second night was definitely a result of my rebellious spirit and I am so thankful like the storm happened and it wasn't easy but I had a lot of peace during it and I saw God's hand in it and like I think sometimes if I would just come to him and quit complaining about my storm it would be a lot easier if I would just listen and see him. So that's what I'm thankful for right now in my prayer life is to see how God is intentionally in my prayer, in my storm, and he can make things better. So happy Thanksgiving. All right. Thank you. All right, Charles, tell us what you were thankful for. Well, I am a Thanksgiving baby, and my birthday this year is right on Thanksgiving, so I am thankful for another year, another opportunity. So. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess birthdays are a great time to be thankful for your own existence. For sure. It's better than the alternative. <laughs> All right, thank you. All right, Jolie, tell me what you're thankful for. Well, I'm thankful for everything I have and a roof over my head and all the food that my parents um, provide for us mm. and everything God provides for us, the plants, the trees, so we can breathe. Oh, yeah, that's, breathing is nice. If we didn't have trees, we couldn't breathe. And then if we didn't have trees, we can't breathe. And then we wouldn't be alive. Yeah. So trees are definitely a good thing to be thankful for. And food. Food is my favorite thing. I'm thankful for that every Thanksgiving. So that's great things. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Brian, tell me what you're thankful for. I'm thankful for the move that we recently had to from up north. And... Uh, I'm thankful for the school and to be here with everybody else and a roof over my head. That's good. Yeah. Moving can be really fun, especially if you like the area where you move to better. All right, Robert, why don't you tell me what you're thankful for? Um, thankful for the life I have, my parents, mm. and I'm thankful for all my friends here I made this year. Yeah. And thankful that we made the move safely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and those are all good things to be thankful for you're a lot more appreciated of friends when you move and then you're like i'm done and then you yep. make them and you're like yeah then you basically have to start over i know it's so hard yep. my family's moved a lot but i'm always thankful for the friends that i get when i finally get to settle down mm-hmm. yeah. well thank you robert yep. go ahead joseph tell me what you're thankful for I'm thankful for that um, we have a nice party. Yeah, we are going to have a nice party today, aren't we? We're going to have food and play some games. Is there anything else you're thankful for? That's all. That's all. Okay, thank you. All right, Joella, tell us what you are thankful for. 
I am so thankful for a heavenly father that loves us greatly mm. and also that puts his hand around us and protects us. I feel like so many times when we drive or do other activities that we put ourselves in danger and he's we always like he's always there protecting us. Mm. So I'm really thankful for his protection. Yeah, for sure cuz like sometimes we do things and we don't even think that it's risky or like, you know, we could get in trouble and then we end up in a whole mess and mm-hmm. you know, God in his grace is still protecting us even when we accidentally put ourselves in danger. And sometimes even when we intentionally do it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm also really thankful for um, just the little things that, like, God puts in our path. Mm. Like, just, like, the beautiful river and the beautiful sky. Just the little things that just say, like, I love you. Mm. And just in a simple way. I really like and thankful for that. Yeah, just those little pieces of nature. It snowed at our house and I'm so thankful for the snow and seeing it over the ground and remembering that verse, um, though our swins be like crimson, he shall make it like as white as wool or another time it's like referring to snow and it's just like wow, like what a cool analogy of God's love like in nature. Yep. All right. Well thank you. All right, Elijah, tell me what you're thankful for. I'm thankful for my cat. Yeah, do you want to tell us about your cat? My cat, um, it, it was, um, um, do you want me to tell about the other kitty or my, this kitty? This one that you're thankful for. Why are you thankful for him? I'm thankful that he eats mouse. Oh, he's eating up all the mice and you're thankful for that, huh? Yeah, it's nice when they eat up all the mice. Then you don't have mice in your house anymore. All right, thank you, Elijah. All right, David, how about you tell me what you're thankful for? I'm thankful for that I'm doing this work that's going to teach me stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just really fun. It's really fun. Oh, you can't keep that. Oh, that's awesome. So you're really enjoying your coloring page right now? Yes. That's awesome. All right, thank you, David. Bye. Bye. All right, Daniel, can you tell me what you're thankful for? I'm thankful for this day and the school that they're giving us, and I'm thankful for the church. You're thankful for the church? That's a good thing to be thankful for. Do you like school, then, if you're thankful for it? Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Looks like you're having fun. All right, bye. Bye. Hi friends, happy Thanksgiving. I just wanted to share a couple of things that I'm thankful for. Um, I'm thankful for warm food on a cold day and just the ability to stay warm and, you know, have a house, blankets, coats, everything like that, just because it's starting to get really cold where I'm at. Um, I'm also thankful for the leaves changing colors. It's just so pretty and, you know, it reminds us how um, in life, you know, there's different times and different seasons for a reason and so I'm thankful for that reminder. Um, I'm also thankful for prayer and God answering those prayers just in the ways that he does and I don't know it's just so exciting to look back at my old prayers and see what all God has answered and so I'm also thankful for God's love and just everything that he does for us and all the details that he has even the ones that like we might not even see until later. Like I'm just thankful for his love. And then I'm also thankful for his word and just the ability to understand it because 
without his word, I really don't know if I would have been a Christian. Like, it would have been hard for me to know him and to grow close to him. So, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Hi, my name is Dante Tyler, and I think this year what I'm thankful for is uh, all of the things that God's been doing in my life. Um, in the last year, I think I've taken a more active role in prayer and um, a more active ro- role in my Sabbath school, um, being able to talk and communicate about the Bible with my fellow peers. And um, that has helped me understand God better and have him more in my life. And I've seen that really drastically make my life better. Um, he's helped me. He's given me um, a lot of opportunities to help grow in myself and in my faith, but also with like my mental health. Um, he's helped present me new communities and new ways to get involved in them. And uh, that's created a lot of new friends um, and good role models around me. And lastly, I think he's really helped me with my family. Um, I'm closer with my siblings than I have in a long time. And it can be difficult with being in school and stuff like that to be able to stay, uh, catch up with them since they're so far away. But we have found ways to be able to communicate more in the last year. And I think you know, some of the stories in this podcast um, really touched me. And I think that's because of God. And he told me to make those relationships stronger. And I really appreciate that. So I'm very thankful for all of that. I'm thankful for God's grace, family and friends. Okay, well, I am excited to be invited to be a part of this Thanksgiving special for the God is Good, God is Real podcast with the Johnson sisters. And I'm so grateful that they asked me to do this because I just came back from a weekend up in Plummer, Idaho. So I was out in uh, the same state that you live in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun to be close by. So uh, what was exciting, I got invited to this church to speak. And when I got into the church, I saw that there was a beautiful stained glass window and that the the, the lighting in the church actually also had stained glass fixtures put on the lighting. And I said, wow, who did the stained glass work? And they said, well, Monty Church did. Well, Monty Church is um, the Native American ministry's leader for the North American Division, or at least he was for many years. And he was very influential in my life when I was a kid. Um, so I was blown away, one, to get a chance to speak there um, in a place where he had put a stained glass window in. And here's why that's so meaningful. The first church that I ever pastored was the Estacated Seventh-day Adventist Church. And Monty Church actually helped me put a stained glass window in that church with the three angels on it. Wow. Now, I want to tie this in to the reason why I'm thankful. I'm thankful because as a child, I wanted to grow up one day to be a world evangelist like my dad. Uh, This last weekend, I literally spoke for Plumber, Idaho, two sermons for an equipping series. And then in the middle of the night, midnight on Saturday night, I was invited to preach for 25 churches all across Indonesia. And I lost my dad recently, March uh, 29 at 1120 PM. My dad passed away. And the thing that I'm grateful for is that before my dad died, he told me, I said, dad, I always wanted to grow up to be like you. And he says, you know, son, it was always my dream that you would grow up to be better. Mm. And I'm thankful that even though it's sad that my dad is gone, that one day when I get to heaven, I'm going to get to tell my dad that all of the things he hoped for me and that he wanted to have come true happened. So that's what I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving. 
well, thank you for sharing. Hey, this is Akeem James, and I just wanted to share what I'm thankful for during this Thanksgiving season. I am thankful for God's consistency, for his unfailing love, for the fact that his love is con- unconditional. And so I just wanted to share that. During this year, it's been a character-building year, a year of ups and downs, a year when I have been obedient to the very point and moments when I have failed. But at the same time, throughout all of those moments, I have seen God's blessings. I've seen tokens of his love. And seeing that, it really shows me that the love of God is unconditional, that I can really look to him in moments of trial, as well as in moments when times are good. Regardless of the circumstances of life, I have seen that God is good. And so I'm really thankful for that. I've never lacked a place to lay my head, never lacked a meal, never lacked that which I needed. And as any good father does, God has even provided me with the desires and the wants of my heart. Um, Especially, of course, as it is in harmony with his will and his heart. And so I'm really thankful for that in this season. And I look forward to the many more things that God will do, is doing, because of his great love for us. Thanks for letting me share. Hey everybody, it's Camus. Um, What I'm thankful for this Thanksgiving, well, there's many things, but just to name a few, is the first of all is snow. Um, And everyone thinks I'm slightly insane because, you know, everyone hates driving in snow and that means it has to be super cold. But I really am thankful for it because we had a really bad drought this summer and we had really, really bad fires as a result from it. And our fires came a month early, so no one was prepared and there wasn't as many firefighters as there normally should have been and normally is. So we had really bad fires and just a whole bunch of craziness. And a lot of that dependency of whether we have like a drought or really bad fires and stuff is if we get enough snow in the winter. Because then as it slowly melts off in the spring, then you get that that good saturation that'll keep us through that like three months of summer when we get no rain. And so I'm really thankful that it has been snowing and that we are getting snow and that we're going to have snow up high and hopefully end our drought. So I'm really thankful for snow. And I'm also really thankful for just life in general and just like being alive and, you know, it gets turmoilous and like... We always talk about living in the last days, and I really do think we are, and it's, it's kind of crazy and insane, but, you know, I'm just thankful to be alive, that we have this chance to live, to witness for Christ, and to, like, just do something about it, and, you know, kind of with that, I'm thankful for salvation, that, like, you know, God deemed us worthy to be saved. There's this really cool concept that I'm kind of learning is that, like, our worth isn't determined by like what we think we are worth but the price paid for us and the price paid for us was Christ's blood so like our worth is so much more than we could ever realize and I know that kind of sounds corny but I think that's just so cool to think that like our worth isn't what we really think it is but the price that was paid for us and like wow like just wow the price that was really paid for us and you know just last of all is that I am thankful for my family Um, you know, our family is really, really close and I'm just really thankful for them. You know, families are fun, but they are also, we have problems. 
but that's okay because you know you work them out you work together because your family is worth saving so yes i'm thankful for my family and all the fun that we've had this year we've done a lot of fun things and traveled all over the place and so it's just been a really great year and had a lot of fun with them so yes i'm thankful for all those things so that's it Kylie and I just want to share what I'm thankful for too. First I want to just say thank you and that I'm thankful for all of the people that have shared on our podcast over the last year and a half ish. I'm just really thankful because they've helped us so much and I think also they've helped so many other people just learn about God and learn about the miracles that he can do in other people's lives and just the way that he works. Um, so yeah, I'm really thankful for that. And just for the podcast in general, it's been this huge learning experience for Camus and I, and just this huge opportunity. And it's something that we enjoy doing. Um, the other thing that I'm really thankful for is my school. Um, I'm graduating in May and I am extremely, extremely thankful for that. I am so ready to be done with school. Um, that will be my master's degree in I'm done with school. I am tired of doing it, so I'm thankful for that. But also, um, over the last year, really, um, I've just really seen God working in my life through the things that He's doing in my school. One, I know I remember praying a lot when I was younger about God giving me wisdom, and I've really seen that reflected in my school, that God's given me the wisdom on how to do school and how to do my classes and how to get good grades. And I just want to say thank you for that to Him and praise Him for that, because like, it is him. Like, no matter how often I could be like, oh, well, I get these good grades because I'm just smart. I'm like, no, it's because I prayed about it. Um, I'm also really thankful because um, about a year ago, um, probably a little bit later than now, probably December or January, I really started praying for scholarships for school because I was just like, this is a lot. And I just did not have any money ever and because I was trying to pay for some of my school what I could and was trying to get student loans. And I'm just like, somebody told me, you know, if we pray for things and we claim Bible verses that, you know, we're holding God to standards and, you know, we're saying, oh, God, you say you will do this. So we're asking him for that. And not that he always answers these prayers when we pray in this formula or that that's how prayer should work. But I was like, okay, I'm going to start claiming Bible verses and I'm going to start really praying about my money for school. And praise God, in June, I found out I did get a scholarship um, that's really, really helped a lot this year. And I am way less stressed about the school and just about everything, um, about money. And it's just been a huge blessing. And um, I don't, at this point, I end my school career. I don't have to take out any more student loans because of where I am. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, God, thank you so much. You answered that prayer. But not only did he answer it in the form of a scholarship, he also answered it in a way that I never would have like thought about because of where I am. I just assumed that there would be no paid internships for me and that I would just have to work for free, which is what I have been doing at my internships. Um, but this year, God showed me that I could actually do my internship at the place I was already working, which I didn't know was a possibility. And he opened that door and that worked out. And so now I actually have a paid internship. And so not only did God give me a scholarship to help me financially, God gave me a paid internship so I could actually work well in school to make some money. And that's something that's more than what I asked for. And I think that's kind of how God's blessings are, is that he gives us more than what we ask for. You know, there's a Bible verse about his blessings pressed down 
um, in a cup and like they're still overflowing. And that's what I've seen is that God has just blessed me tremendously in so many different ways. Um, and I just want to say thank you for one more thing too. This has been a little bit long, um, but I'm also really thankful for my family and all the support they give me and have given me, um, especially while I'm in school, but just in general. Um, they're just always there for me and they help me out, um, especially in the things that I kind of lapse in. They like help cover for all my lapses. <laughs> well, and they're just great. Um, so those are the things that I am thankful for this year. Mm, that's all. Bye. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow, share, like, and review. Also, you can contact us at our Facebook page. That is God is Real, God is Good podcast. Or you can email us at God is Real, God is Good podcast at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.